You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Doing It For The Exposure, the show that doesn't see what the big deal is, it's just a bit of paint. I'm your host, Mannequin Blue, and today's special guest is the amazing face and body painter, Thomas Bartley of Thomas Paints. Hey, how are you doing, Katie? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Just home from work, so time to rest ahead of the evening. Yeah, oh, nice. (laughs) So you're keeping busy during the lockdown then? Yeah, my lockdown unfortunately finished a little bit early because I went back to the office. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame, I know, but, you know, it keeps me busy. Yeah, well, um, this, this is good. <laughs> yeah, so it's just back to normality-ish. Obviously, it's a little bit different, but we, we can do what we can do, keep them busy. Yeah, exactly. So, Thomas, why don't you tell us a little bit about what kind of art you do? It'll be probably easier to tell you what I don't do, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I am kind of do a bit of everything. I face paint. I'm face painting lots of years. I'm body painting. I window paint, I wall paint, I digital paint, I paint, 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 everything left, right and center. <laughs> I am graphic designer, so I do, that's my Monday to Friday job that keeps me busy during the week. And my painting gets me a little bit more creative on the weekends. Brilliant, so you're just painting 24-7 then? Yeah, whenever I can fit time in, I'm painting. And I'm usually covered in paint like I am right now. I have paint on my arms, paint on my legs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a way to live. That's awesome. <laughs> you just got to show off the colours, don't you? Yeah, you do. And you know what? When you're, like, when you're as talented as you are, you have to like, oh. really share it. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. That's what I love. Like, just say, I have this paint on my arm. It's the alcohol-based paint. So I, I now go into the office and I'm like, oh, look, this is what I did last night, rather than just showing a picture. So I love showing off what I do. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And th- so those alcohol paints, they last a while, don't they? Yeah, so like I've been dabbling with that through lockdown, like it's obviously with COVID and everything like that, that's kind of what I'm kind of thinking. So the alcohol-based paint and I can use that for tattoos or airbrushing or whatever like that. So I've at the moment have a lovely rainbow butterfly on my arm and the same on my legs, whereas last week I had Dobby out of Harry Potter, stuff like that. I kind of try in different designs. Yeah, that's cool. And then I know you you said you're a graphic designer by trade, but like, how did you get into face painting? Kind of by accident, quote marks. It just kind of happened per se. Like I always had an interest in it. And I was in college and one of the girls was saying, hey, we need a face painter. I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that. Not saying I'll just do it. As in, I've always wanted to do it. And I started doing it. I started training in it and I fell in love with it. So it was in Tato Park, if you've heard of that place, the glory land of the crisps. And <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great fun. I was there three years, so I got in lots of practice with long queues and busy queues and painted everything you can imagine. So I ranged from, you know, Mr. Tato Man to Spider-Man to Butterflies, the lot you can name it. Yeah, I'd say you get some crazy requests there. Oh, yeah. It's like, I remember there was one time one of the workers got a funny request. It was one of our starting week and it was so bizarre. It was the child asked for a robber holding a bag of money 
on a motorbike being chased by a police car with flashing sirens. <laughs> How is that for a request? That's definitely up there as far as requests go, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's oddly specific. Exactly. Like, you, you get some bizarre requests, but it's always funny and it's great working with kids. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, that is one thing I miss about face painting myself. It's just the kids, like, they keep you thinking. They keep you on your toes. Yeah, they do. You don't know what they're going to show at you, but you can paint them as you wish and send them on their way, and they're all happy and delighted. <laughs> so that, And then you also paint yourself as well. Yes. So I kind of... At similar around the same time, I just started randomly painting myself one night and I came downstairs and my mom was like, what are you? <laughs> it was like some creepy thing with large teeth and whatever like that. And I think that started my transition into painting all the creepy stuff because I just love all creepy, illusiony, weird stuff to gain attention and freak people out and all that sort. So I could paint myself and then my sister my mom whoever walks in and they're like oh good boy <laughs> didn't expect that <laughs> <laughs> so like I've painted myself many many times to be precise I joined this inspiration to paint group which is a group on Facebook and it's like a paint every day for a month challenge and I did that it was obviously hard to start off but I did a month and then I kept going and I did a year consecutively I kept going and going and I got 550 days consecutively painting myself. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is dedication. Oh, I know. I had to carry around a little palette of paint and brushes everywhere I went. So like if I was going to work or if I was going out, I'd always have it on me. So just say if you got spontaneous plans to do something, it's like, okay, I'll do my paint and then we can go do that. That's crazy. <laughs> like, that's, it's amazing that you're dedicated, you know, because I'd, I'd be sitting there going, ah, no, <laughs> I don't have the time. <laughs> Sometimes you kind of plan big things and then other times you're just like, mm, not today, and you just do something quick. Yeah, like a little doodle or something. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you do. Like, I could do something crazy, so that just took me on a kind of whirlwind through a bit of a journey through the practicing, and I just kind of gain my experience through that as well at the same time as painting at the weekends and different events and stuff like that all around the place so like I, I love to paint on myself just to kind of keep improving and I could see the difference in my illusions and stuff like that and it just kept getting better and even now I'm still painting myself so I've grown from inspiration to paint that kind of I was like okay I've kind of had enough of the everyday now it's getting a bit much so I kind of peeled it back a little bit took a break took some me time and then I still kind of dabbled painting myself, but we're locked down now. We can't paint kids or we can't do body painting or we can't do any of that. So I joined a collaboration group. Well, I've joined many collaboration groups during my time, but this one has been great fun. We're an international group of painters and we go on Zoom every week and we have a message and we talk whatever and then we go on Zoom and it's great fun and we're on for hours and we create really good random stuff and they're masterpieces and they're amazing group of really talented ladies from all across the world. Jeez, that's brilliant. And it's it's great to have that sense of community as well. Yeah, totally. Like I always felt like face painting and body painting was just one large community. Especially online, you get opened up to this big world. Like just say if you're not online and then you go on it, it's like wow, it's everyone is everywhere. And then you join these communities and you start talking to people and just say linking in with these groups or whatever like that. Or even started talking to people through that inspiration to paint group 
and I became friends with him and everything like that. And then last year I went to a convention in America, which was Fabake, the Face and Body Art International Convention. So that was amazing. I got to meet a lot of people that I knew online, a lot of people that I look up to. And it was just all sorts of incredible getting to see people that you knew online in real life. It's like, oh my God, you're real. <laughs> and see all the amazing work and it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think I was the same last year. No, it wasn't last year. It was this year. It feels so long ago. <laughs> when I went to Blackpool Balloon Bash for the first time and it's like meeting people, like seeing people that you know, but then meeting people that you've seen online and being like, oh my goodness, I'm such a fan and like fangirling. <laughs> totally, yeah, it has to be done. Yeah, I know. And they're probably looking at us being like, what are you doing, you big freak? <laughs> <laughs> But it's all good. We're all friendly and everyone just loves each other. Yeah, yeah. And create amazing art and that's just the best. <laughs> yeah, like the talent out there that you see, it's just amazing. Yeah, and I, I'd say you learn a lot as well watching other people paint, like in your collaborations. Yeah, like, but you get really inspired. Like in my group, just say, like I could name everyone, but just say there's... Andrea Mohe, there's Deb's Mills, there's loads of different artists, but like, for example, Deb, she teaches classes and she has a lovely, beautiful style and you can just watch her paint and see just beautiful work being created. You can always watch stuff and what's even better about those zooms, we could paint what we're doing and then say, okay guys, what am I doing wrong? And they will say, oh, if you just rub that out and tweak that there, or if you just do that, we all give each other constructive criticism and sometimes they're like, oh, I hate you, but it's so, it's so good to get that advice where you wouldn't be doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> sometimes you're like, oh, you're so talented, I hate you, but thank you for helping me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's always good to, and even like, even just with people who say wouldn't have the same amount of experience as you have or wouldn't have the same skill set, like you never know what you're going to pick up from somebody. Exactly. Like you can just paint something and show it off and someone might be saying, oh, hey, how did you do that? And I have no problem having a little chat and explaining how something's done. Or even, for example, earlier on, someone was on Facebook asking something. I was explaining them what to do, where to get it, that type of stuff, who to look up. Yeah. And just to, to bring it into that as well, because like you've been like you said, you've been painting a long time now and, you know, you did your inspiration to paint for over 500 days and everything you've gotten to the point now where you're actually teaching yes so i'm a teacher now but unfortunately covid has gotten in the way of my big plans i was meant to teach here in ireland some illusion special effects paint-based classes some creepy illusion stuff like that but unfortunately obviously covid we couldn't do it so that's been pushed off until we can get gathering again and also a big surprise is I'll be teaching at the UK convention, which will now be October 2021. It was meant to be this October, and that's going to be absolutely incredible. I've been asked to teach alongside so many talented, high-level artists like Nick Wolf, Elodie Turner, Prima Barton, Kristen, Debs, the list goes on and on. It's an honour to be teaching amongst such talent. Oh, yeah, it must be so humbling to, like, stand next to your heroes yes like at Fabake last year I met a couple of them and it was like as you said fangirling <laughs> whereas now it's you know standing on the same stage which is incredible yeah and like within the space of a year as well which is amazing 
yeah, how time has changed. <laughs> but like, it, that just goes to show what can happen if you're dedicated and if you work hard, which you have been doing. Exactly, yeah. Like, you just have to put the time in and dedication and paint, paint, paint and practice all you have. Like, whether it's painting yourself or painting a board or finding a friend or whoever you want and painting them or, you know, stuff like that. Just keep yourself busy, looking up inspiration. Just keep drawing ideas from anything and everything and just let all your creativity out. Yeah, 100%. And even at that, like, I know that you paint yourself a lot, but you paint other people as well and you do, like, full body paints and stuff. I do, I do. So they can... They're obviously more challenging. There's a lot more canvas to cover than just a face or a forehead. So with the body painting, you usually have about, it depends on what you do, but you usually have about five or six hours to create a piece just so you can have time to take pictures and stuff like that. And you can just let all the creativity out. So it could be a random jam and you can just paint whatever you want, which is great fun, or it could be for a competition and the competition as a team. And then you go paint a design with that team and with the competitions as a time limit. So recently there was the World Body Painting Competition and I just painted that. And that was during lockdown and we had eight hours to paint. That was great fun. I think it was one of my best pieces that I've done. It was really challenging. It was the longest that I have painted for a body paint before. It was really great fun. It was probably the best one that I've painted. I did like an Alessandroland Dumbo hybrid of kind of hallucinogenics for the paint. It was kind of following the team. And I did some UV in it as well. And with the UV light, it just kind of stood out and it glows. And it's always great fun to play with some UV in a body paint because you can just bring it to life. Yeah, and that was, if I'm remembering correctly, that was actually an online competition as well. And so how did you find that compared to like doing an in-person competition? It was a bit different, obviously, because you still have that time pressure. So you're still watching the clock and all that type of business, but it's not like the judges are walking around and looking at you painting and you get that, oh, the teacher is watching sort of feel, you know? It was great fun. Obviously, with the time, it was a bit longer, but it was still a challenge. It's something that I'd love to do again. It was great that they did that with COVID, that they did it online, because it's usually in Austria for the World Championship. So because COVID, no one can travel, so they opened up the world. Yeah, and I think that as well as that, because it was online, it kind of opened it up to more people who wouldn't normally be able to go to Austria. Yes, it made it so much easier for a lot of people, especially like myself, who I haven't gone before, or people in America or any other country who couldn't go before. It just made it that more accessible for people to enter. So I was very busy that week. I entered the body painting and the face painting. And I got 67th in the face painting in the world and 71st in body painting in the world. That's amazing. Like considering how many people enter and, you know, just the standard is always incredibly high. Like it's, it's amazing to get that far into it. It's brilliant. Thanks very much. Yeah, it was quite a shock. It was like a long list of people and I'm like, where's my name? Why isn't it like, you know, further down and I'm like oh up there <laughs> oh you weren't looking near the bottom were you well you can never know it was my first time entering and just such a high standard in the world it was incredible like I was watching the online streams and you could sneak other people and it's one thing I didn't mention when you're at a competition you look around the room and you see people painting and it makes you like oh so yeah that's one thing I have to stop doing it's like putting blinders on a horse I have to do that so I'm not looking around the room 
So during that Zoom competition, could click into people and see what they were doing. So that was kind of similar feeling. Yeah. Oh, no, you definitely have to. Like, it, it goes for anything, really, is just never look at what other people are doing. Just concentrate on yourself because you'll just freak yourself out. Yeah, exactly. That kind of goes to everything. You just have to do your own work. And once you're happy with it, that's the main thing. Yeah. And I mean, as well as that, we are our own worst critics. I mean, somebody could be looking at your work and freaking out over how good it is and getting discouraged. But like you're doing that, the same thing to other people. Yes. And we are our worst critics and we will see something and we will be like, nope, that is the worst thing ever. And 700 people will be like, no, that's amazing. (laughs) So you just have to overcome that kind of feeling as hard as it is. Yeah. And as well as that, like even say somebody says to you, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. And straight away we go, oh yeah, but like it didn't turn out the way (laughs) I wanted and it didn't do this and that's wrong. (laughs) You know, you're pointing out things that you think are wrong, whereas the person doesn't see that. Exactly. We see everything. Whereas to other people, they just see the whole piece amazing as it is. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So what was it that drew you to body paint as an art form then? Well, I guess what drew me to body paint, I've seen stuff online and on TV, and then I watched The Beloved Skin Wars, and that was like, wow. And stuff like that, you just, it just opens up your mind to such creative mind frame. So like, instead of you're just painting the face or the arm, you have a whole body to fill with a whole design. So it was just like how you could convert face painting to body painting, which it's not the same. It's a completely different thought process. You have to think about like filling all different shapes and focal points and positioning. And there's a lot more skin. So you need to think about composition. So it was just, you could develop a design even more so. So like if you're doing some paint on your face, it would just be like elements or whatever like that. Whereas if you're doing body, you could embellish that and bring the whole body down and create a whole story to go along with it. Yeah. And then even, you know, depending on your theme, I mean, you might be doing a camouflage or you could be doing an illusion or like you said, like everybody is different shape, size, tone, like there's so much to play with. And even if you painted the same thing on five different people, it would look completely different anyway. Totally, totally. Like you could have a design in mind and you could meet a model and then be like, this might work better for you just because it could be the hair, it could be the eyes, it could be anything. And then you you create an even better piece, and which has happened before. Like I've changed my concept completely many times. Just say I could have taught a design for a male and then the model is a female, that type of thing. So you just have to think of a different type of flow, colors, style, that type of stuff to suit the body form. And you can create anything. Like I'd say one of my favorites that I love was a torso body paint on a male. I did like an illusion type of paint. He had a corset. It was like a cyberpunk robotic style and he had a jacket and there was all robotics inside him and you could see through. And once he stood against the black background, he was just a floating cyborg. Oh yeah, I think I saw that one actually. It was really good. (laughs) Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, so you do like you do quite a bit of illusion stuff, but you also do like you said, scary stuff and you do like very colourful stuff as well. What would you say is your favourite thing to paint? That would be true. I do love colour and especially when it comes to body painting. I always have a thing about colour. When it comes to body painting, I can explore more through it and using flow. My favourite thing to paint, it's obviously anything weird and 
illusion-y. That's probably my favorite kind of face painting style, whereas body painting, it'd be more using colors to kind of shape the body and to accentuate and to emphasize different parts of the body to create a flow. You can create a flow through the body. So if you can direct the eye from the head right down to through the body with a flow of color, stuff like that. I just love emphasizing different shapes and creating a focal point. Yeah, and creating like interesting silhouettes and, and things like that. Yes, definitely. Just a, a lovely backdrop and a whole colorful masterpiece. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really cool. And as well as that, like if you're creating these beautiful, colorful, kind of stylized things, I'd say the models feel amazing about themselves as well. Yes, totally. Like it's it's always helpful when you have a model who's you can, you can bounce off, you can talk to stuff like that. Whenever I'm body painting, I always make sure the model feels like you know comfortable and stuff like that. So I'll always be talking to them, even though it could be distracting. But I'll always be talking, whatever it might be about, and then I'll paint them, and we have great fun throughout the day. And once I'm finished, they always feel like the design is so flattering. Like one girl, she told me she wasn't too comfortable body painting before she wasn't too happy with how she looked and stuff like that and after I painted her she was so happy with how she looked she never looked at herself how she did before then so that was a great feeling oh that's so lovely and it's such a compliment to your work as well totally like hearing that it's just incredible that you can make someone feel so much different about their body and when the model is happy about how they look it just shows off in the photos as well I think doesn't it yeah, it definitely does. Like if you have a model who's having a good time, it really shines through in the photos compared to a model who's, you know, not quite feeling it, but they're doing their best. <laughs> yeah. And especially after a long day, it can be tough on a model, but yeah, <laughs> it makes all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. So where do you get your ideas for your body paints then? Well, I'd say my ideas for the body paints, that would kind of come from many things so i could draw inspiration from different artists online like you could look at many of the different body painting artists in the industry and look at those and see how things are composed see what you could do to look like them sort of deal you could look at the nature around you see what you can draw from the nature you could look at tv shows movies pop culture anything at all you anything into a body paint so like your style could be like realistic so you'd be looking at nature around you it could be pop culture so you do more of a cartoon style I guess it would depend down to what your theme would be wouldn't it yeah I suppose so it like if somebody gives you a theme or if you have to come up with it yourself and then again like you said different people have different styles so someone might be more realistic or you know yeah it just it, it depends on each person I suppose yeah and just the standard of body painting out there is incredible. As I said, there's so many different levels and there's a big difference between brush and sponge based or airbrush paint. And it's incredible to look at both styles. Yeah. And you can, you can create so many different ways of doing things. I mean, even some people would kind of combine airbrush with brush and sponge. And then that's a whole other thing itself as well. Yes. That would be like, I would plan to go down that road. I'd love to do that just to kind of improve, go faster and make designs embellished a little bit more. I remember one of my designs that I did with a paint and airbrush mixed before, it was like a Marvel torso body paint. And I painted them like, it was a Marvel mashup. So I had Captain America torso 
with a Spider-Man arm and then a Bucky right arm, so a robotic arm. So it was all kind of mixed in there for a kind of a hybrid and he used the airbrush to get the definition in very quickly and it was a great effect. Yeah, amazing. And did you find it easier then with the airbrush or would you prefer brush and sponge? For the likes of that design where it was kind of body contouring to create muscles, it gave such a great effect and it makes things so much faster. Like, it would depend what type of look you're going for, but I would like to use airbrush more. It's such a skill to learn. Like, people create masterpieces with it. Like, there's a lot of portrait work goes on. You can create lots of detailed pieces really quickly with it. So it's definitely the way forward. Yeah, no, I, I, I love looking at people who are doing airbrush and it's definitely something I want to get into myself. I actually picked up a small secondhand airbrush kit over lockdown and I have yet to open it because I'm like, ah, I'm going to mess oh. it up. <laughs> uh, no, you have to try it. Oh <laughs> uh, No, I, I mean, I'm sure I will eventually. It's just, you know, the way when it's a new thing and you're like, I have to build up the confidence first. Yeah. But yeah. Katie, I challenge you to get that airbrush out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if it's a challenge, then I have to do it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, everybody listening, watch this space. <laughs> and if I haven't, you know, if I haven't delivered an airbrush thing by next week, then everybody is free to call me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> oh, I'm the same. I have, to, I have to get a better airbrush myself. I just have a cheaper one at the moment and I'm just waiting on a better one. So I can't wait to try that one out. Oh, I can't wait to see what you do with it. And we will definitely be following and watching and not stalking, but, you know, supporting. Watching from a distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which, where's the best place for people to keep in touch with you? So I've got a Facebook page, Instagram page, TikTok, everything. So I post a lot of my portfolio on Instagram. So it's Instagram.com slash Thomas Paints. You'll see all my pictures there. To get in touch with me will be Facebook. I upload my pictures there also. That's facebook.com slash Thomas Paints. And then I'm also on TikTok. There is another Thomas Paints in America, but we won't, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this, this episode isn't about him. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so just to touch on it a little bit, because I actually find it really fascinating that you do, you know, face and body paint in your spare time, but then in your regular nine to five you're also an artist i am and i'm always kept very busy with that so it's always some form of creative thing happening so like what kind of stuff would you do in your day job then so in the day job i work for an interior architecture company that's a mouthful so i'm an environmental graphic designer another mouthful so long story short i'm a graphic designer that creates pieces for walls like I mainly do office work so I design custom wall graphics window graphics signage different types of pieces that can go around I create logos brochures videos you name it I do it flyers posters the lot wow and so do you ever find then that say, you know, if you're doing a body painting and you learn a new thing or whatever, do you ever find that that kind of spills over into your graphic design or vice versa? Yes. Like sometimes you might look up a new style for a project. And I remember once I was client asked for a custom piece for a wall and it was a digital paint job. 
and I was painting away and I was looking up videos and I was painting this and stuff like that. And then the way I was painting, it kind of inspired me to do a body paint that way. So it, it kind of blended itself that time. And sometimes it can spill across into itself. Like you could be sketching something and then a brainwave will come along and then you'll just start jotting down that little snippet of an idea and then come back to it later. Yeah, that's brilliant. I always find it really interesting when, especially if people do more than one kind of art style and they, they take something from this one and they put it into that one and it works really, really well. Yeah, and when you see people with lots of different styles, it's always amazing when it lends itself to each other. So like in the office work, I do lots of different styles. So I use Photoshop and Illustrator mainly. So you can get many different styles through those. As of recently, I was doing a job for Irish Rugby and I was doing like digital painting for them. I did skylines, I did photo montages, vectors, many different styles with those and many different projects. You just blend different styles together to create a whole family style. Yeah, that's brilliant. So is there anything that you would like to touch on that we haven't talked about yet just before we go? Well, I'd say the, what I can't wait for is obviously the teaching in the UK. We've talked about that already, but that's what's next lined up and that's what's waiting ahead. So I'll be teaching away. I'll be posting away. I'll be painting away, keeping myself busy right up until I can paint no more. <laughs> I'm going to paint till I collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paint till you drop. <laughs> oh, Forget shopping. Yeah, which we do, you know, on occasion, we do run ourselves ragged, I think. Yeah, like, it's it's a good feeling and a bad feeling also when you're done a party or an event or a body paint. And as soon as you finish, it's like, I can breathe and then, oh, and you kind of, not faint, but you just go like, really tired. <laughs> yeah, it kind of all hits you. You don't realise how tired you actually are until you sit down for a second. Or you open your mouth and then people are like, what did you just say? You can't even string two words together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, and for anyone listening at home, check out Thomas's Instagram and Facebook and everything because his work is seriously amazing. Like you have to just see it. For anyone who may be a face or body painter who you know, is looking for inspiration, check Thomas out because you might learn something. And if you're looking to learn, you know, in the UK next year, we know where he's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, I'll be painting away. Happy to answer any questions anyone that would have. And I'll be in the UK next year. So there's still tickets available. So if you want to go, you can go and I'll be there. Yeah, and definitely as well, just to give them a shout out, because I know Thomas speaks very highly of them, definitely check out Inspiration to Paint group on Facebook as well, because I know a lot of people who actually do take part in that group and they just can't say enough nice things about it. Definitely. Like if you're starting painting, if you're long into painting and you just want to train up or just paint some more or do anything, it's, it's brilliant just because you can just connect with people, you can paint lots of different things and it's just amazing. Yeah. Thomas, it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the show. Thank you very much, Katie. It's been lovely. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode of Doing It For The Exposure and would like to hear more in the future, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at D-I-F-T-E Podcast. You can also check out our stream on nerdsknowmedia.com. We stream weekly on Spotify, SoundCloud and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening.
Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.